Welcome to Thunder Wolf Podcast. What do you get when you cross a penguin and a human child who's just learned to walk? Do you know, Paige? I don't. Well, I think most people will say a waddler, <laughs> but the correct answer is a genetic abomination and a big middle finger to God. Ooh, got me again. I'm Jacob, and this is Paige. And we are coming to you from across the country, Indianapolis, Indiana, to Denver, Colorado. And we're reaching out far and wide. We will find you. <laughs> we will take you as our own. We are conquerors and entertainers. And yes, that's what we call it. How are you, Paige? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How was that intro? Do you like it? It was really good. It was one of the best that I've heard so far ever in ever? my life. <laughs> like of any podcast or <laughs> any, any podcast, show or you anything, won. right? You won. And I like that I don't we know what won. you're going to say before. Because it <laughs> yeah, surprises but, me. And it's, and it's a real laugh when I laugh. I, I have no idea what you're saying. Or sit in absolute silence. <laughs> I was one laughing. Of the two. I'm laughing I know, during. That time you were. That time. <laughs> yeah, you, you're gonna you get one sure of the two. Were. I was also rocking out to the intro song like I do every time. It's a good intro song. Yeah. So I got we distracted a, with that. We had a lot of really great musicians who just honestly happened to be in the studio that day when I went in and said, "Hey, I, you know, me and uh, me and a friend, we're starting a podcast and we're looking to have some music done and." Mark, the guitarist of uh, the Tribes, the band I'm in, mm -hmm. um, he had written some guitar parts for that. And then Shane and I had picked those out, which ones we liked. We went in there to uh, record it. Or I think I was there that day. And we went in later and added the awoos. But nice. we had some really rocking musicians. I don't think I knew that story. So that's actually really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all do. custom from that. And it just happened to be that these particular uh Nate Schof, uh, Jordan, I can't think of Jordan's last name, but drummer mm -hmm. and Mark on guitar. And then they just sat down and recorded it, made the, our intro and pretty, pretty, pretty ecstatic about that. Should um, write up some lyrics to it and make it a whole song for one episode. Yeah. And That'd just let that be like intro and play out music, the whole yeah. thing. That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, today's show, we have the seven deadly sins. But before we jump into that whole rabbit hole, <laughs> we have Thunderwolf updates. I think we, I like that about putting what we're going to talk about at the beginning. That way mm -hmm. people can listen and go, ah, oh, I want to hear that. Yeah. And then or the next time they'll listen and go, that. oh, I absolutely want to hear that. They always want to hear it, Paige. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so first one, what do we got up here? Um, I had... The link here, this is from New York Times. Apparently, the hyperlink did not work. Uh, video game makers want to get players off the couch. Now, this is an article I found from the New York Times um, posted earlier uh, yesterday, since today is Tuesday. This posted on February 17th, 2020. It says, developers are offering a physical twist to keep traditional fans interested and draw new ones who are bored and with their workouts. Paige, what are your thoughts? Because I have some pretty strong feelings about I this I have a one. feeling that you do. Um, mine aren't as strong as yours because I could care less about <laughs> gaming. And I think I've made that very clear in every podcast. Well, this is about exercise, remember. Right, exercising. Okay, right. Um, I think that it's just kind of silly because isn't that the whole point of gaming? <laughs> and what That's it's known exactly for? That's <laughs> exactly it. That's my initial thought on it, but... 
Oh, the so we tried this care. shit with we fit back in the day yeah then what xbox with the connect there have and a, now i'm sure like, there's the other Wii ones was supposed to be kind of one that got you up and going you know like you had like the boxing and uh like all the sports i, think like I started Wii sports. with that one huh i think i started with that one is that what you said Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to. <laughs> no, but you're right. Sometimes it's All hard those to different hear games. when I'm talking over you and you're talking over me. <laughs> I'm like, I no. missed everything you just said. So I'm going to just repeat and take a shot in the dark. <laughs> yeah, but that's what podcasting honestly is. If you're out there, I mean, I'm not going to do an advertisement right now. We'll save that. But that's what podcasting for sure is. But yeah, you're right. We had that with the boxing. We had that with the bowling. And yeah. I liked the all Wii that, though. Fit, all of that whole thing. That's right? probably why I did like it because I'm not. A, I don't really like the whole gaming, like sitting there, blah blah blah. I, but I you liked... like watching TV. Yeah. Countered. But I don't checkmate. To, I don't have to think about things when I watch TV. Like I'm just watching. I'm not trying to like watch and do things with my hands and think in my head what moves next. It's just too much for me. I've tried it. I don't. I'm not against it. I don't hate all gamers. I just like personally have never been a gamer the myself. Page is calling for a total genocide of all gamers. <laughs> An absolute uh, what yeah, is it? Die. Jihad against <laughs> all video games. No, no uh, I think some of them can be fun, and sometimes I li- actually watch. I like watching people play them. I'm just. I've just never been super into it myself. Oh, speaking of, thank you uh, for watching all of my streams that I've been doing since I've been getting into streaming as well, yeah. playing video games. And you've been you've been watching that, right? Yes. Twitch.tv slash Revlaw. It's legit. When I said I like watching, it was my segue into the fact that when I'm you're the only one I watch play games. This episode is already so play, Katie. I love it. Uh, back to video game makers. So I I think it's kind of silly, too. You are making video games. You are not making salads. You are not making diet pills. You are making fucking video games. Mm-hmm. Stick to what you know. Make great stories that are compelling, that people want to play, that people want to sit and inter- engage with. Like... If this trend continues and like the movies, right? Movies come out, they roll out and all the movies are, you go to the cinema and they don't do have, they don't have chairs anymore. It's they a, give bikes. you like a balance board or the and then bikes. you have to, Ooh, or the movie they, stops. They they, that's so that stupid. And a lot of gyms. Well, that's a gym though, right? Yeah, no, I get your, I get what you're saying. I would, I would freak <sighs> out if they actually put that in m- movie theaters. Sorry. I'm drinking a LaCroix, no. and it's like, I keep like, it having coconut? to hold back burps. No, they didn't. Abby doesn't like coconut, and I th- and her and Tyus are the big LaCroix drinkers. So this one's blackberry cucumber. It's pretty good. I am going to have to have a talk with Abby, <laughs> because coconut LaCroix is one of the greatest drinks on I haven't Earth. had that one, and I bet you I do not like LaCroix that much, to be honest. I was just really thirsty. Um but I think I might like that one because I love coconut flavored stuff. So I'll try that. Apparently sometime. there were two. No, oh. there is coconut flavored LaCroix and coconut essenced LaCroix. And I did not realize until recently that there were two and I always get the essenced. <clears throat> so now I have to try the flavored as well. Well, the, you said essence. Mm-hmm. It's it sounds like fancy. Essence of sounds, coconut. Yeah. It sounds it does, better. Right? So you're probably drinking the right one. Uh, I, I'd like to think so. If I'm doing it, I like to think it's the right thing to do. What are you drinking right now? 
I am drinking one of the worst drinks in the world that I have recently. Is it a frozen mark? It's a frozen mark. Yeah, you're on the right rocks about that. is supreme. You, it's more. You get more alcohol, I think, from on the rocks. I made and it at taste. home so I could add more alcohol to it. But I'm, I'm with you in the restaurant scene. I think on the rocks. You get more. Is the way to go. Yeah, especially if someone else is making it for you. You can Absolutely. make your own personal frozen ones with a lot of alcohol in. But if you're at a restaurant, you should go with On the Rocks. Best bang for your buck. Best. Well, now <laughs> you're talking about bang. The greatest energy drink on oh, yeah. earth. It's pretty the good. The official, unofficial sponsor of Thunderwolf Podcast, Revolves <laughs> Gaming. Bang. Get bang. one. We <laughs> really right, have to-, to talk to them about getting a sponsorship. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be uh, great. I love bangs. To finish this one up, developers are trying to reach people who want fun and fitness at the same time. They know fitness is good for them, but it can feel like a chore in their busy lives. Sure can. Agreed. And their busy lives want to be relaxed with video games, not fitness. <laughs> Idiots. <clears throat> Our latest data though, shows Jacob, 73%. To, oh, sorry. sorry. Sorry, what? No, I'm sorry for interrupting. Oh, no, no, no. What? It's okay. <laughs> we interrupt on the show. What'd you say? <laughs> Don't you think, though, like... That you're kind of being a little overdramatic just in the fact <laughs> <laughs> that you don't have to play these games. <laughs> like, you don't have I to play them. I am never, <laughs> ever overdramatic. You can just choose not to get those games and you're fine. But for the people no. who want them, they have them. But I mean, I get, go back to what you're saying. I just want to point that out to our listeners. <laughs> I am absolutely never overdramatic. That's not even part of my vocabulary consumer expectations have changed <laughs> dramatically mr piscatella said people are no longer just playing on their tvs in their living room they now want to be able to play games whenever and wherever now they are the game boy came out in the fucking 80s you idiot like what are you talking about it's just now it's 2020 and now suddenly people want to play everywhere we've been playing mobile games for two <laughs> decades I don't know who these people are. I don't, are. I don't want to talk seen about you them this anymore. Passionate about anything. I'm getting frustrated. <laughs> Let's move on to the next update, shall that we? Next one. What is it, Paige? Um, I have the next one. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I don't know if people are familiar with this '80s actor Corey Feldman. Are you? You are. Yes. You are the one actually who initially shared this, and I first saw it, and then Skyler pointed yeah. it out to me even more, and I kind of dug deeper into it. But actor Corey Feldman is to name Hollywood pedophiles during groundbreaking live stream documentary. So this documentary, let me tell you about it. It's pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I, here's I'm the de- genuinely oh. interested in this too. Okay, cool. Um, okay. Actor Corey Feldman has announced that he will be naming Hollywood pedophiles in an upcoming live stream documentary about his experience as a child actor. Feldman also will address the alleged abuse late actor Corey Haim suffered at the hands of the same pedophiles. Um, the actor just released the trailer for this documentary, um, I think this past Tuesday, which Jacob and I both watched before we yep. started this. It's pretty vague, um, but it's the trailer. So the details are the film is set to be aired one time via live stream on March 9th. And I guess tickets go on sale February 22nd. Um, I don't know. It doesn't really say much about that, but basically yeah so it's only going to be a one-time thing and he's not put he as of right now he's saying it's going to be a one-time thing and it's going to be a live stream documentary on march 9th so it's like be there watch it then or else you'll never watch it 
again is like his deal which i'm sure people will find ways to yeah screen record, record it or whatever yeah, like that's actually not gonna happen you'll have chances to watch it after but as far as streaming it that's how it's gonna go down so it's a really there's there's a lot in what you just said to unpack <clears throat> yes. um for Corey feldman mm-hmm. and Corey haynes haynes hayes it's haynes Haim. I think it's H-A-I-M. Yes. Yeah. Both 80s actors, both best friends growing up, super known as the two Corys, huge, a lot of films together. Lost Boys is probably one of their biggest, I think. Yep. Which I love those movies. Um, But yeah, so they were child actors and Corey Haim passed away quite a while ago. That's a good question. Let me look it up I honestly don't know. I... I want to say off the top of my head, it was something with drugs and overdose, but I could be totally making that up just because that's how most celebrities do pass. So yeah. let me look that up real quick. But you can go on if you had anything else to say. I think I kind of cut you off. No, um, I, I, there's just a lot, there's a lot of that to unpack. There really is. Um, oh, for, dang. for supporters, for, naysayers as far as the business side of it as far as the um the me too movement and how that's kind of progressed so to just kind of jump into a couple of them that i uh, that i can think of or did you get it did you find out how I he did died real quick yeah um yeah not a lot of detail on this but pneumonia hmm. i had no idea yeah it says of a natural death ruled to a nat it was ruled to a natural death and it, the cause of it started from pneumonia and it was Damn. on march 10th of 2010 in burbank california yeah so almost almost 10 years yeah just a few weeks shy of 10 years wait there was something about that right the release date was was something was that his birthday or something oh what is that right Um, so let me look at what his birthday is on 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 hame's birthday i think is what birthday maybe i'm making that up totally hame's birthday is december 23rd but it's to be released march 9th he died march 10th though so, so i don't know maybe don't know. honoring him in that way maybe i, I thought possible. i read something about that about it, it, was, it right. was related it to sense. him um but to to go through the stuff to unpack so feldman i don't know too much about him so i i i'm not speaking about something that i don't know too much about on that um i know of him as an actor and i know that notoriously i've seen him be just kind of what Different. like outcasty and weird yeah, right yeah. like different Especially on the edge over of the past everything. few years i think yeah um so it's i think and this it's it's such a difficult topic first off it's not an easy topic to talk about i don't think to make jokes about or to take Mm-mm. even seriously in some regards it's just difficult for a lot of different reasons agreed um one of the things that i think is really interesting is that he is coming out at all with this story um, yeah be, because i i'm a big believer not in all conspiracies but that the hollywood elite pedophile circle the rings the those who are involved is immense and widespread i do believe that and with epstein out of the picture now maybe he had something to do with it Maybe Epstein was part of it. And now since he's gone, Feldman doesn't fear that. Or maybe because Weinstein's out, he doesn't fear it. I don't know. But it's an interesting timing of coming out with this information. Those are very good points. That could be absolutely it. Or it could be just as simple as 
with the meat. Yeah, it's time's up. Me too. You know, it's just people are coming out more, and and I don't know. I'm who knows why he is. And then there could be other sides, like oh, it's for attention. It's not true. He just is. He's an old actor who's lost his touch and blah, blah, blah. And he's looking I to be relevant again. It. I don't really agree with that because I know that the Hollywood pedophilia is real. Yeah. So regardless of what his reason is of bringing this to attention, I don't care because it's a real thing. And it, it, whether it happened to them, it's happening. And it has yeah. happened to millions of people. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see, too, if he talks what he's going to talk about because i'm mm-hmm. i intend to watch this oh absolutely. Um, i'm 100 percent. me too we'll definitely have a maybe we could even watch it together if it's online mm-hmm. if we can plan for it you and i can talk about it and kind of record yeah. some thoughts so we can bring it back to thunderwolf too as, a, yeah, as an update cool. to this um, not even as an update but maybe even attacking an episode or something that topic in the next episode after that yeah i agree would be cool um i'm interested to see if he's going to talk about anyone else now it sounds like it's sounds the, like he's about the two shoot, Corys. It, it does but it also sounds like he's naming some pedophiles more wide yeah yeah um because a singer that i like a lot uh chris cornell he mm-hmm. was the yeah. vocalist in temple of the dog <clears throat> um he was in um audio slave and uh i uh, I can't think of it right now. Soundgarden, Soundgarden. Um, I, I got into him a few years ago. It was just after his death. Uh, okay. I saw a lot of news reports, reports about him, and I didn't really know who he was. But I got into it, and then I started listening to the music, and I was like, this guy's really great. I really like him. So I started reading more about him. Then I read about some of the conspiracy with him and Chester Bennington. Yeah, I started reading a lot of that around that time, too. Both were hung. And mm-hmm. both were considered suicide by mm-hmm. autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. And both of them, there was rumors that they were involved in trying to bring to light the Hollywood yeah. pedophile ring. I heard that too. I saw a lot of articles on that. Now, I, I don't know. Like, it's that's total conspiracy land. But I yeah. definitely do agree that there is this kind of criminal activity. It does oh run deep. It is real. Epstein is proof of that and, and all of the conspiracy around it and Weinstein. And you know what? Justin Bieber, I saw an article and this was after the Chris Cornell thing. Cause I was looking into a lot of it after that. Cause I was mm-hmm. super interested and I don't think I'll ever, I don't even know if I'll ever be fine, be able to find it again. I don't know where I found it. I don't even know if it's true. So this is just me just throwing it out there. Yeah. But Justin Bieber, this interview with him about all that stuff too, that he saw some stuff that really messed him up when it come when it came to that which makes sense he was a young child actor that grew up in it as well yeah and then justin kind of has went kind of done his own thing and not really done a lot in the past few years and a lot yeah. of people are saying like and he like really got back into like his basis of things that he grew up with like religion and stuff like that and he got married and just doing his own thing i don't know but i wouldn't be surprised if he just like saw Abandoned. too much stuff and had to get out and yeah. like went to fix himself he was apparently having a lot of issues i don't know but that was one of them that's been rumored too so who knows yeah and it's 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 an interesting and complex and deeply troubling problem i um, agree that we talked about it a couple episodes ago about what do you do about this stuff and i don't know i don't know talking about it when you do know like feldman might and might be bringing to light a lot of 
important facts and names of people who are involved in this, what's going to happen to him? Uh, yeah. One of the things I saw when that first was reported was let's get this started now. This was one of the comments, like the top comment. It said, let's get this started now. Corey Feldman did not kill himself. Interesting because people yeah, were like, yeah. he's going to be off if he actually drops names, if it actually causes issues, he will be killed and it won't be his fault. It will be staged like a, a suicide, but it won't be his fault. And I thought that was really interesting too, because there's a lot of powerful people with a lot of powerful ways of taking people out who talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. What do I you agree do? with you. Um, um, yeah, that's, it's crazy. I, I really, really am interested to see what this documentary is like and what I happens. Too. And I am too. Yeah, it's nuts. So we'll but definitely. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that sums that one up. That's all I had to say about that. Yeah. Cause that's really all we know right now, but we both definitely plan on watching it. Yep. Um, and talking more about it and digging into that topic for sure. And For I think you sure. have one more update. Yeah, one more update. And then we'll get to our um, our, our, our big thoughts. We've been talking about this uh, for a couple of weeks now leading up to it. Um, so we'll, we'll jump there soon. One more update. We have coronavirus update. We didn't talk about it last week. But there was some more stuff going down. Um, some ships with U.S. Uh, citizens on it in Japan got quarantined. Some big cruise liners. Mm. Um, as passengers were evacuated. This is from New York Times as well. Mm -hmm. This was updated 54 minutes ago. So um, you'll be hearing this in the morning of Tuesday. This was last night. Uh, it was just recently updated. Passengers were evacuated from one ship in Japan. Health officials scrambled to test people on another in Cambodia. So another ship that is suspect with coronavirus. U.S. officials learned cruise ship evacuees were infected at the last minute. So at the last minute of their the voyage, they found this out and quarantined. A day before 328 Americans were to be whisked away from a contaminated cruise ship in Japan, the U.S. Embassy in Tokyo told passengers that no one infected with the new coronavirus would be allowed to board charter flights to the United States. But those plans were hastily changed after the test result for 14 passengers came back positive. So it's still it's still climbing like the numbers mm -hmm. are climbing. Now, this affects a little bit, too, as far as like what are the real impacts of this then? Um the announcement came before China on down. It says, let me jump back to the paragraph before. This is important. Okay. Apple said on Monday that it was cutting its sales forecast because of the coronavirus. Apple is cutting its sales forecast. It doesn't think it's going to do enough because the outbreak is taking a toll on manufacturing, even at one of the world's most valuable companies. So Apple having so many shops in china is actually mm -hmm. being affected by this firsthand yeah. um announcement came hours before china announced the new of the new figures now these are from china reporting and there are a lot of people speculating that these are not accurate but the number of cases was put at seventy-two thousand now 436. when we first started reporting on this it was in like 1800. Hmm. And in the since we've been doing this, this is episode four. So in yeah. four weeks, mm, yeah, four, yeah, it's increased from uh, two thousand to seventy-two thousand now. The day before, so this was two. You're listening Tuesday. This was uh, 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 it was like three four days ago. The number was seventy thousand. So two thousand in just like a couple days. 
And the death toll now stands officially at 1868, up from 1770, the uh, authorities said. So the virus is continuing to grow. It's affecting large businesses, and it is still killing people. Um, pretty crazy that this is just still going on, and I don't know what we're doing about it, to be honest. I don't know what we can. There have been some speculation, too, and we can bring some of those up. Maybe not today. Get into it a little bit more. Maybe do a whole deep dive or something. But there are conspiracies about, still, those resurfaced, too, about the Wuhan secret government facility. Those were buried, and they mm -hmm. were said that they were all fake, and then new places are talking about yeah. it. Maybe they're just bringing it back. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but I thought that was just pretty scary those numbers were pretty intense yeah, that's, that is scary i haven't really like seen any numbers recently so <laughs> that got my attention oh it this act this article at the bottom i didn't read this earlier it actually talks about a u.s senator repeated an unsubstantiated claim about the coronavirus origin so it is very much unsubstained um and uh, or uh, unubstantiated, sorry. And Senator Tom Cotton, Republican of Arkansas, has repeated an unsub... Sub, now I can't even say it. Unsubstantiated, <laughs> geez. Conspiracy theory, frozen marks, that has spread from small-town China to the right-wing news media in the U.S. that it was originated in a high-security sec high biochemical lab in Wuhan. We don't know it, where it originated... Uh, bio levels, we have no evidence, but they're talking about it even in the New York Times. Mm -hmm. Pretty interesting. Yeah. So that's that with the coronavirus, I suppose. Um, more to come, I'm sure. More to come, I am sure as well. Paige, <laughs> do you want to start talking about the... Do you have the list of the deadly sins? You have that, right? I do have a, yeah, I have a list and a little bit of a definition of each, but I know you have that too. I can, yeah, I'll, I'll bring us in. Yeah, bring us um, into that. I'm going to keep listing. My cat is desperately climbing to get out of my door. So while you're doing that, I'm going to go open that door and listen. All right, make it quick. Okay. <laughs> so I was, I think this was like sometime last week or the week prior. I was hanging out with one of my roommates, Tyus, and... I don't even know what brought it up. I have I can't even remember, but he was talking about SpongeBob SquarePants um, and how he did like a whole report, I think in college, on this theory that SpongeBob, um, the characters, like the main characters in SpongeBob are based off of the seven deadly sins. And I had no idea. I'd never heard about that theory at all. I didn't know that until you told me either. Yeah, I had no idea until he told me. So that's what got me thinking about it because there's like some obvious movies or whatever um, that have a basis of that and have like talked about that or whatever. But that one I had no idea. And again, it is a theory. It's not official or we don't know for sure if that's what they meant by it. But apparently it's a pretty big theory and it's been around for a long time and I had no idea. So I brought it to Jacob's attention to talk about it. And then me and him just kind of went into this thing about it and thought it'd be a cool topic to talk about. And there's like other TV shows that it's rumored to be like a basis of their characters. Yeah. And then as we all know, the movie seven, which is, I didn't like put that together. The biggest, what uh, seven. Yeah. I n I've never seen seven. 
Well, I'd yeah, s- that's fair. I know the biggest. Why would you put it together if you had no idea, it, though? And that's mm-hmm. why I didn't watch it. But then when you told me that, I was like, oh, well, I can kind yeah, of see for, that from what I know. Yeah, for listeners who have not seen the movie Seven, it's with Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, and Kevin Spacey. It's very good. You but basically, Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt are these um, detectives, and they are um, trying to figure out like who is doing what's happening. And it's basically Kevin Spacey's doing these murders, and he like comes after people who inhabit each of the seven deadly sins. So yep. he makes like a big ordeal on each on each kill about how they did what they did and why he murdered them based on that. So it's pretty cool. Um, it's a really, like I said, it's a really good movie. Now I think but, Kevin Spacey is a pretty good actor, but, but recently he <laughs> yeah. was involved in the same kind of pedophile shit that uh, mm-hmm. Feldman was talking about. So yeah, he was, that was a couple of years ago when that came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About, Cause that was right. Well, right. When or around his, when, like, and then he tried to flip it out of, into his coming out story yeah yeah god what a what a dickhead it's all over the place but yeah so that movie is the biggest one so like if you haven't seen it see it um but yeah just there's just like a lot of other ones that there's theories around i think what was another one i was talking about gilligan's island i think yeah yeah that was another one um yeah so i saw this thing on gilligan's island and it turns out that the show's creator wrote a book called inside gilligan's island where he's just he suggested that each of the castaways embodied a different sin i thought that was interesting that is I had interesting. no idea what was gilligan's like, Do you know um yeah gillig i only have two on here but sloth for gilligan and wrath for skipper hmm. apparently that yeah. makes sense um did you yeah. did you go over the list of them all seven of them oh no i haven't got to that yet i just was talking about how pop culture yeah no that's a great segue i didn't want to double over when i uh, didn't have the headphones on so the list of them uh, apparently this is in order i looked it up because i saw a couple different sites that had them in a different Mm -hmm. orientation and then i looked up specifically seven deadly sins in order and this seemed to be the order that was congruent with most of the websites um so number one of the seven deadly sins is lust Lust is a strong passion or longing, especially for sexual desire, specifically and and apparently most importantly, like sexual desire, mm-hmm. which is a very interesting thing we could talk about in our culture today. Um, two, mm-hmm. gluttony. Gluttony is an excessive and ongoing eating of food or drink. Another thing that seems to be pretty rampant in our society. Greed is the third greed is an excessive pursuit of material goods hey Mm -hmm. check the box america (laughs) sloth is number four sloth is an excessive laziness or the failure to act and utilize one's talents as you said gilligan is a representation Mm of that uh five is wrath wrath is a strong anger and hate towards another person um i will we're gonna talk here after we get through the list about which ones we most identify with <laughs> i uh, think y'all know but <laughs> six is envy envy is the intense desire to have an item that someone else possesses and seven is pride pride is an excessive view of oneself without regard for others now um real yeah, quick before yeah. we get into that i totally forgot to when I was talking about the SpongeBob theory to mm-hmm. say which one, well, no, because you didn't know them yet. Oh, we so didn't now know I can that. Say it's that perfect real timing. Quick. Yeah, let's just jump to that. Just real quick, 
um just in case you're wondering so spongebob represents lust um squidward is wrath patrick is sloth sandy is pride gary is gluttony um plankton is envy and mr krabs is greed which all makes sense to me all all except really the gary one to me because gary, gary yeah is, i think i wonder if they just like threw that one yeah i think that one's like of all of them because this wait does gary like no he just eats he's is a he snail eating? and he just eats like a pet huh yeah i don't know um which i but would yeah, argue i just want to throw that out there because i kind of left you all hanging with that i would argue that because th- that that's like somebody's proposed myth or theory about yeah, spongebob and, and i know you said that yeah. too is probably like a reddit deep dive or a 4chan or a tumblr one of those kind of deep mm-hmm. kind of website things um and there are some of them that i agree with more than others like lust i don't see spongebob really trying to bang everyone well yeah but now but it's also like like the one of the ones that i got on deadlysins.com they describe it like their definition is an inordinate craving for the pleasures of the body so i mean that is lust but i think that i don't know i don't know if i fully agree with him being lust either but you know how he'd always just get really excited and happy about i would say in a way lustful of a lot of things I guess, or people, and not in a sexual way because it's SpongeBob SquarePants and they can't really outright do that. It sounds like you're describing like the ecstasy pill, like Molly more than lust for SpongeBob. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Oh, that would be cool. We should do that with drugs. Figure out which ones they all are. Squidward is what? Xanax? (laughs) (laughs) Always. I mean, this is not really a Squidward impression, but. (laughs) <laughs> it, muscle relaxer it's sir yeah that's a good point he's uh <laughs> yeah. is clonopin no uh flexoril a muscle relaxer drugs. um so lust gluttony greed sloth wrath envy pride i was kind of mm-hmm. making the joke that those are everything that is american culture and if you go to um what what's that place vegas yeah yeah oh yeah you could just get excessive sin city right that's what it's called Mm -hmm. i've never been to vegas you have i've twice would you agree that with their uh their nickname for themselves sin city probably i don't know when i was there i wasn't doing a lot of sinning necessarily but that's just me um you weren't taking up on the uh the, the sins I mean, prosperous and i guess the, to some uh, people i was my first experience was a lot more fun than my second my first one was for my 21st birthday and i was just wasted by the pool pretty much every day yeah so yeah i guess i was gluttony <laughs> yeah you're practicing yeah. that um these are so biblically and you might be able to tell me a little bit more about this doubt it uh <laughs> but this was like fourth century christian development right as that identified these particular things as being the like root causes of of welcoming in the devil or being banished by god as being imperfect or immoral characters of the earth is that is that right i think so but when i was kind of looking up things more i guess it never actually states these in the bible like Hmm. it talks about all of these things so yes it is but it's never like seven deadly sins did not directly come 
no, from they the came, Bible. What was it? Um, Dante's Inferno, actually, yes, wasn't Dante's it? Dante's Inferno. Then mm-hmm. the layers of hell, right? And then yeah. I think even hell itself was more or less defined in Dante's Inferno rather than yeah. Uh, yeah, that's in where Christian came lore. From. And then it even said, after all, the seven deadly sins aren't even mentioned in the Bible, but... Um, yeah, they are though. Like yeah, in, they, just in parables real, and references. Yeah, in some other way, in any religion, I think all embodies the same thing. Yeah, not like, to go over all, all of them, known. but like Bibleinfo.com, another site that I had pulled up, it does show biblical references as well. Not mm-hmm. in such words, but like in yeah. 2 Timothy 2.22, flee also youthful lusts, yeah. but pursue righteousness, mm-hmm. faith, love, and peace. For sure, no. All of those things are definitely talked about right. plenty in the Bible, just not. But it's, it's an not interesting where they came uh, from factoid. As the seven deadly sins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have thought that they were before I like looked in on this. I had no idea where it originally came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From Dante's. Um, that's really cool stuff. <sighs> so, with now that we know them, Jacob, mm-hmm. my question to you. Mm-hmm is what do you think out of all of them Ooh. you struggle with the most let's do each other first do you, what, does that sound cool oh okay yeah does that sound I, kind of fun really see where we are and then that, so correct it give me a second but yeah so um, Paige, is this what what we suspect the other person is or struggles with or identifies mm-hmm. with or something of that nature yeah. now yeah okay yeah okay. yeah now you want to do now yeah mm-hmm. that, that works um why don't why don't you go first why don't you tell me i don't think i don't think i should i think you should go first this is my idea. Was your idea okay <laughs> so i think currently in the current time that we are living in the most recent of times i would say of all of these for you i would say from what we've talked about and how i've known you sloth sloth is the one that you have the most right oh, now really Oh, right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Okay. I would say right now for sure, yeah. Maybe I don't want to do right now. Not because I have a problem with sloth, mm-hmm. but okay, we'll do right now. And but then, then like also overall? Overall. Yeah. Let's do an overall yeah, 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 yeah. too. Sloth for sure right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a funk. And I have been for right. like two years. Yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of life changes and yep. yeah, for sure. That's a good one. Um, but now you're overall? doing a... P- uh that drink didn't go down right uh now you're doing a podcast so you are beginning to utilize your talents to the fullest yeah i've got a hobby and it's always something i wanted to do i also just i'm going after my career graduating real estate so i'm making moves but yeah there was i was in a sloth state for a good while for sure what about mine Um, hit me hit me with are you gonna do my overall first or do you want to do now? You want to hit me with then, my now first, and then we can do overall? Sure. Let me think about it. You're now. You're now. You're now. Huh. Despite my very large drink, I'm going to rule out gluttony, because that's not really one of mine. <laughs> I don't really think that's one of yours either. Um, honestly, my now is the same as my overall for you, so I'm just going to go ahead with that. Your Your overall one? what i think your overall biggest struggle mm-hmm. is would be the same as now because i don't have a specific now oh, okay. for you Interesting. out of those um i don't think i'm trying let me look one more time just to make sure i 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Hit I me. would say lust for you. Yeah. Lust. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that's that's now, and it's been that way since I've known you. Yeah. I'm a pretty I lustful guy. I think we all we all have are not perfect with any of these. I've embodied all of no, these at some point in time not. for sure, and we all do. But the one I struggle with, you're right. For the now, was definitely sloth there for a while. Um, what about my overall? What do you think? Um, I before I do that, I do want to say mm -hmm. that I think lust is probably one of them um that for me for me that is an overall oh, okay. thing like okay. i agree with you and it's definitely now mm -hmm. and it's it's probably the one i'm maybe the least ashamed of um yeah but the one that i would say was my overall was wrath oh yeah yeah because when i think around when you knew me i was ex i mean i'm still a very bitter <laughs> cynical person no, but i was no, for angry sure, all but the time i wouldn't say wrathful you were but honestly jacob I've seen that in you, but I think you can't started to come out of that right before I met you. So okay. I don't really think I saw that fully. I believe you because I've heard stories. So I agree with oh, you. Yeah. But was, when I, since I've met you and known you, you were coming out of that stage when I first met you. So I didn't see that as much. So that's probably why I didn't choose that one. I came out of wrath into lust. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've always had lust. <laughs> yeah, probably. I'm going to write a song about it. Um, okay. So your um, overall. Yeah. My overall. Hmm. What do you think? Your overall, I don't really take you as an extremely prideful person. Oh, that's funny. Is that what you were considering? Wait, don't say it yet. Um, okay. As far as your overall, I, I don't see that. But. That's cool. Hmm. From all of these, I, I would probably say. maybe 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 wrath maybe wrath as overall with a touch of gluttony mm -hmm. fair how do you what do you what really, do you think you could say all of these really for me, <laughs> except for um page is dante's I, actually not really because i don't think i have an issue with envy i don't think so really or um or greed for me the others all i've definitely touched in a bit but for me i would say overall i wrath for sure always been a thing for me um and then you said gluttony mm. for sure yeah <laughs> for sure and i think it comes more in waves for me with that one yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. the sloth and gluttony kind of came at the same time it's kind of a state in which i'm in like when i'm down on myself or i'm just going through a lot i think those two are definitely what i go towards and i'm going to embody more which has been the past two years for me for sure yeah um so i would agree with that but those two are more so like and when i get in that kind of state um i would have chosen pride for me and when i was talking about it with my roommate earlier because i was just talking over with her um skylar she also i think she said pride as well for me really so that's interesting that you don't think that at all. What, Not that that means anything. What do you but think about wrath it? wrath and... Wrath and... Yeah. Wrath for me, I think, is probably always in my overall. The consistent overall for me. Wrath in, in general. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've... People say a lot, like, to the wrath point. Hate is a mm -hmm. powerful word. And it seems to be... Maybe it's just like a, a thing to say, like some proverb. Maybe it's a Midwestern thing. Maybe everywhere. I don't know. 
Um, I can't speak for everywhere, but I know I hear that a lot here in the Midwest. Hate is a powerful word. You don't hate anybody. It's a strong emotion. And I'm like, I hate mm-hmm. a lot of things and a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> it's a true, I, I know myself, I know I love a lot, and I hate a lot. Um, oh, it's very extreme. And I think that, like, to your point, what you just said, with someone who has a lot of wrath or anger and who can hate a lot, there's the opposite side of that that a lot of people don't think is that we love really hard too. Yeah. And really intensely. And if that's all you see is the wrath, well, then, I mean, you're just not seeing the other part because the the love and the like and like what we do for others and how much we're in something is just as strong as that wrath. Yep. The wrath just came after you did us wrong or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you tried to make a video game based on fitness. Right. <laughs> I, I will say too for you, now that we're thinking about it and talking about it more. Yeah. Um, I think I came in at a time where you were doing a lot better with that mm-hmm. from what I hear and how you were before I met you. But I will say that you still were a very big grudge holder and you did oh, get angry. Yeah. And when you were angry, you were done with that person and you were done. Yep. And you were like that hard when I first met you. Yep. Up until I think just a couple of years ago is when you started to let things go more and not have such high expectations for people. Mm-hmm. And I think that really changed a lot of things for you because you're like, everyone else is the problem. People are horrible, but I have extremely high expectations and that's a problem too, because yeah. everyone's constantly always going to be letting you down. Yep. And I think when you were able to grasp that and let that go a little bit, it helped you just be able to let things go a lot quicker and forgive people, which I don't think you did very well at first. No, I, I, I had entirely abandoned the concept of forgiveness considering mm-hmm. that I don't think there were like at the time I was looking at forgiveness as a tool for the other person rather than something for me, right? Forgiveness truly, truly when you absolutely actually get forgiveness, it's about letting that go for yourself because unless you go out and like kill the person and get some sort of like deep revenge you probably mm-hmm. aren't going to get anything from it and the consequences no. of it are too dire so you have to consider that option right and so it's what are you going to do with this grudge are you just going to keep it are you just going to allow that to continue and for a long time i did because wrath taught me how to do so much yeah. um well and also would you also say that comes back to childhood trauma and maybe what you saw growing up too and it was kind of like that's how you handled things because that's what you were taught in a way yeah when the rugrats ended i was very unhappy uh i loved that show and i don't know why they stopped making it and so rugrats yeah yeah i was just making a joke about that as like a deflection Mm. piece um <laughs> we'll talk about that in our next session <laughs> yeah these are actually uh these are actually therapy <laughs> sessions for us and so you mm-hmm. guys just get to uh, participate in this it's, it's like our own it. dr phil um mm-hmm. but something interesting happened uh to me that i've noticed a lot you've known me for a long time now and mm-hmm. you know how good my memory was a few years ago when i was angry and i held grudges yeah. i remembered every oh, remember detail that I didn't even know I did or said. Yeah. I remember there's this, I don't even know what it was now. We're not definitely not going to get into it, but 
<laughs> it was uh something that i had said one night drinking and you never said anything to me about it but it really hurt you really affected yep. you and you really held on to it for a long time and i had no idea until like i think like a year ago or something yeah probably around that and time you remember yeah i mean you remembered every little thing and that's something that's really interesting that i've been exploring a lot um you know me now and yes i am a i am busy in a lot of things handling streaming and podcast mm -hmm. and the band and general social life and looking for employment and so stress is a real factor in life however when i've been when i've been reflecting lately about where i've come from right especially with wrath and things and how i remembered everything so definitively when I started and then accepted forgiveness and started forgiving people, my mm -hmm. memory got worse. And I think that's really, really interesting because I have always known myself to remember everything. And lately I have noticed, especially lately, and I think that's where stress comes in. But then as, as I've looked mm -hmm. back in the past over the last couple of years, I'm like, it started around the time when I started forgiving people. When I started stop having grudges and stopped having these like definitive anger driven mm -hmm. motivations, I stopped remembering so much when I became more chill and just like, oh, it's whatever. Yeah. It stopped being something that I considered or kept on to the point of now I have a lot of friends who I'll tell a story to or share something and I'm like, hey, did you hear about this? And they're like, you told me that. And that's very yeah. new for me because I've not. I don't think I've been really. Obviously, we all tell stories over and over. It is something I've noticed in you, yeah. especially here recently, which could be the stress. But maybe that was just something subconsciously or consciously that you had to do to be able to get to that point in your life. It's possible. Where you could forgive and forget. I want to remember again. legitimately forget. <laughs> I want to remember again. So I'm just going to start getting pissed I off again. Oh, great. Breaking shit and like back. remembering exactly. And then I'll be like, <laughs> it was a Tuesday at 1039 a.m. And there were seven birds in the sprinkling. western sky. <laughs> you were wearing stupid shoes. You were wearing stupid shoes. And it offended me. I'm going to go back to like the cask of Amontillado, Jacob, where I would bury somebody in a catacomb in France just for offending me at a party. I don't want you to do any of that. I like the Jacob that we have now, even though it's annoying that you don't remember things sometimes. Yeah, I really don't. But I just thought that was a really interesting like no, revelation interesting. I've had recently mm -hmm. as to my like faltering memory. Of course, there are a yeah. lot of variables, the stress, uh, just general mm -hmm. aging, because that's a real thing that happens biologically. Yeah. But I think it really started when I stopped remembering stuff out of anger. Just an interesting thing that it's, I uh, have thought about when kind of considering yeah, good, that is interesting. leading up that's to this point. as well. But lust, it could mean you said you've always known we have lust. Oh, you've always had lust since day Tell one. Tell me son. about this. <laughs> well, I don't really have much to say other than anyone who knows you or follows you on any social media probably <laughs> could guess that you <laughs> lust is one of your big things for okay, sure. Okay, well... Uh, you know, I grew up watching Marilyn you Manson. You just like beautiful things. I do. And beautiful people. I do. And you're not afraid to talk about it or to look at it or no. blast it all over social media. Men's you just eyes don't care. were made for gazing. You know what you want. I guess men in general, men and women, eyes were made for gazing. I talked about this earlier 
um, with Skylar as well. And these are all sins, right? All right. bad things. But I don't think they're all so bad. I think that some of them are necessary yeah. to an extent. Like I could go both ways. Overall, they're not like great this. things. And, and like, um, what are you, what am I trying, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Yeah, anything that it's like, if it's intense or you have a serious problem with them, sure, yeah. But like, there is a little bit or a lot of bit of each of those things in every single one of us. And I, they may be sins, but at the same time, they make us who we are. And some of them are good, like pride, for instance. That's the first one that comes to mind. Pride before I the mean, fall. Everyone should have a sense of pride. <laughs> I think, to, you know? I, yeah, no, I, I, I really like that thought because I'm in agreement with you. Because um, just because when people are like, ooh, do me, do me, what do you think I am? It automatically just seems like it's going to be negative. If they said do me, and, do me. And you're me. like, oh shit, what am I? You know, when it doesn't really have to be. If they said do me, do me, what am I? I would probably say lustful. <laughs> That's a good one, right? As that is good. I actually laughed at okay, that one, good. and that was a legit laugh. I was actually, as I was saying it, I do this a lot. I'll say a word, or I'll say something that I know is going to be taken so sexual, and I know it while it's coming out of, out of my mouth, just like I just. Yep, did. I just grinned so hard, and I can't stop. And I'm like, dang it, I did it again. All these sexual innuendos that I don't mean to happen, I do it all the time. I think they're so funny. Or maybe I do mean it to happen, but I. I agree with you. I think that a lot of these, a lot of these are what they, they're manifestations of a perspective, right? Like depending on, they're not real things. They're, they're, they're conceptualized. They're like love. It, you can't hold it necessarily. It's a concept and even love arguably a really great thing can easily be twisted, turned, obsessed over, addicted to. Um, it can mm -hmm. lead to all of these other things, pride, wrath, envy, etc. Um, but as far as the seven deadly sins, I think that there's a, there is a healthy, there's a healthy balance that can be derived from them. Um, and they can be used applicably, applicably, applicably. Mm -hmm. They can they you. can be used. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can use. We can them. use them. Like like you said, pride. Taking pride in one's yeah. work, I don't think is a bad thing. But becoming cocky about it is different. Yeah, it's an overpronounced mm -hmm. pride, or yeah, uh, sacrificing all of your relationships and your job and your money to chase after sex. You you are too lustful at that point yeah that's a that's a problem um mm -hmm. gluttony it's all right to be gluttonous sometimes isn't it within balance yeah, treat yourself sometimes treat yourself but treat yourself one of my favorite episodes of parks and rec <laughs> yeah. so good <laughs> me too i love that episode i really want a batman suit like ben and then like even with sloth so, sorry it's okay yeah it's that's okay. a good episode yeah, forget about but ben. even with sloth so <laughs> sometimes like it's good you need to do that sometimes to unwind and just get back and check with your with your life you got a lot going on you need to just take a step back and avoid some physical or spiritual work then it's okay so right. i don't know i was just talking about it earlier because when 
when me and Skylar were talking about it, I was like, uh, she was like, yeah, I think I would be known for prideful, blah, blah, blah. And I said, I was like, and she said something and I was just like, you know, it's not a bad thing. I mean, yeah, there's, that's what the words are, seven deadly sins. Mm -hmm. And it sounds so scary and horrible, but it's like, you just need to be aware and just have some boundaries. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where, you know, Dante was getting out with the divine comedy is making mm-hmm. fun of the embodiment the over dramatic embodiment of these things while by themselves in small doses it's not a problem when they are exasperated mm-hmm. or exacerbated to to a, a point of it's causing dramatic problems or it's so in your face it it, it is it's a cartoon it is a mm-hmm. comedy it's silly um and people can easily get carried away so i really like that it was played into and i think it's an interesting thing that it's so wrapped up into the concept is that it is of the bible and while there is biblical Mm -hmm. reference the seven deadly sins specifically those which we know were from a divine comedy yeah i think that's really interesting that is. I was very interested when I found that out earlier during my research. So maybe by next time. What's in the box? I knew it was going to happen. Uh, <laughs> by next time, maybe I'll, maybe I'll have worked. You know, maybe I'll do some deep reflection and, and stop being so lustful. Dang it. But maybe not also. It's okay. Maybe I'm just proud of that. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'm just envious that you're so proud of your lustfulness. (laughs) So by the end of this episode, we are saying uh, forget about uh, stopping the seven deadly sins. Baby, do you. They ain't no sins. Do you. That's what this is going to be called. That's this episode's title. (laughs) You're welcome. Let's type that out. They ain't no sins. Do you. Right? They ain't no sins, baby. They ain't no sins, baby. Do you enjoy embrace them you know it's the american way manifest destiny if you want to start drinking and never stop do it right now don't don't wait until tomorrow what can be done today abraham lincoln okay so take Mm -hmm. up whichever seven deadly sins that you want and start now make it a lifestyle (laughs) that's america baby (laughs) you heard it you heard it here first on thunderwolf podcast (laughs) Let's wrap it up. Um, yeah, we are we're doing pretty good on keeping it to the time, Not and bad. we really like that. And we hope that you, the listener, is enjoying that as well. Um, follow us on social media: Facebook Thunderwolf Podcast, on Instagram. What's that page? What our Instagram? Oh. <laughs> That's a good question, Jacob. Thunderwolf underscore podcast. Paige Smith is running that. I just want to interrupt real quick. I am running it, but it was just given to me last week. And this is new. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I didn't know it right off the top of my head. And that it's won't okay. Again. It was honestly Continue. a hard one to commit to memory in the last seven days, especially if you don't have wrath. Which you said you do. So don't have an I excuse. Do. So no excuses for me. I just Help suck. support the show and yourself, you know, get yourself looking great. So you can honestly be proud and make 
all of the others who see you envious of your Thunderwolf podcast merchandise at teespring.com slash stores slash Thunderwolf podcast. We have all kinds of cool stuff. Paige got some mugs recently or a mug Mm -hmm. and she posted that on the Instagram. Um, We're going to get it set so that the Instagram and the Facebook are connected so that when we post one or the other, it's both happening. Yeah, you'll see them both. Um, We've got some cool episodes coming up in the next few weeks as well. Uh, We are excited to follow up on the Feldman story, My Truth, Mm -hmm. um, as it's called. Truth, right? And it has like... It's called My Truth, The Rape of Two Quarries, I believe is what it's going to be called. We'll be watching for that. Um, Follow me, separate from Thunderwolf Podcast, on (laughs) twitch.tv slash Revlaw. I've been playing Warcraft 3, finishing that up, and we're going to be doing a nostalgia stream soon where I'm going to be playing Putt-Putt, the old little car game. Maybe Putt-Putt goes to the moon, Putt-Putt goes to the zoo. I don't know. We need your help. So come over there, hang out with me while I stream. Um, And we have a show coming up, The Tribes, in Dayton, Ohio, on yeah. February 28th, so in a week and a half. I wish I could be there. Oh, uh, it's going to be cool. Uh, we don't have a drummer right now or a bass player, so if you are amazing okay. Acoustic. both or either, hit me up. Uh, but we're going to be doing a two-piece show with, I think, 12 songs. So it's right out like an hour set. We're going to be playing with um, a couple bands, uh, Jasper the Colossal from the Ohio region from Dayton, uh, some friends of ours, and a couple other great bands. So come out, see us on February 28th at the Yellow Cab in Dayton. Music starts at nine. Uh, Tickets are five bucks at the door. (sighs) Those are my plugs. What have you got? Nice. Um, I actually want to shout out, it's not for me, but for a friend, you may know her, Skylar Craig. Yeah. Um, Follow her on Instagram, her personal, but her business mainly is Clay by Ray. Um, It's C-L-A-Y-B-Y-R-A-E. Absolutely. And she just has some super awesome, fun pottery that she does, um, all kinds of stuff. So check it out. She also has an Etsy page um, where you can like purchase her stuff. I have a lot. Yeah. Our whole house is filled with stuff. Pretty sure you have some stuff too, I do. Jacob. Don't and you? she, I, I, I want to say, and I, this is not some sponsored advertisement for her. Skylar no. is your roommate, friend, my friend, who I've really, um, I, I have been lucky to get to know before she moved as well. Ta- very talented mm-hmm. artist had me in the studio one day showing me some pottery skills and she blows it out of the water check out her stuff yeah, seriously go watch uh buy her stuff you'll love it's it. great mugs bowls all kinds of stuff she's currently working on these really cool like berry bowls um so she just like st- made a few berry she has a bowls? studio that she goes What's to berry? yeah so <laughs> check out our other episodes we already covered that <laughs> episode two right yeah is what yeah, that one so. was yeah um but yeah so she got some really fun stuff so check out her etsy check out her instagram follow her on instagram you can see it all um it's amazing we she's amazing have to talk soon to um our friend friend of the show my friend i don't know if you've ever met him Merker mark who designed our thunderwolf image i have not met about him. creating uh maybe a simpler logo so we can maybe get some hats and stuff on there too at that point, I think mm-hmm. it would be really cool as a collaboration effort with Thunderwolf Podcast, Merker Mark, and Clay by Ray to maybe do some sort of Thunderwolf handmade art. I think that could be really yeah. cool. Uh, Definitely check these that are all out. Talk about momentary that. Momentary in the spot kind of ideas. We'll talk about that offline. 
Thanks, everyone, for, for sure. listening. Hope everyone has a great Tuesday and the rest of the week. We'll be back next Tuesday, uh, same time, 5 a.m., releasing the episode. We hope you are enjoying. Um, and as always, a woo. So, time's up. Thank you. Thank you. That's what you chose this week? Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Love you, too. <laughs> <laughs>